Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. Joel here, Mike Kapler right over there, and we're uh, getting together. This is our, our weekly chat. It's become kind of a tradition uh, you and me getting together like this, a, a kind of a, a good tradition. You know, there's some traditions, Mike, in the church that I could really do without. <laughs> I don't necessarily want to get into some of that stuff, but when it comes to getting together and talking about the gospel, talking about the good news, what God has done for us, that's something that I never want to let go of. With you, Mike, with, with other Christians, with my you know fellow believers as we encourage one another and build one another, one another up in God's glorious gospel. Well, what motivates us to do this uh, every week, Joel? I mean, I, I haven't really stopped to think about that, but um, you're right. It, it, it's one of those things, I guess, where we do it. Well, number one, we, we like to do it because once you begin to understand what the gospel really is, you want to learn so much more about it and share it with others that you just can't keep it to yourself because you find out it really is such great news. And so if we can take a few minutes a week and uh, trust the Lord to get this out there on the Internet or wherever it may be heard, and if it can help somebody the way that this message has helped us, then it's all worth it. I, I guess that's our motivation. We know with this gospel that we talk about, we're not here to try to score brownie points with God or or uh, you know, get our name on the billboard or anything like that, just broadcasting here on the Internet. But there is a motivation, I think, to want to share this message that has changed our lives, and hopefully we can say some things that will uh, hit home with you and that you'll be able to move on uh, in, in further in, in, into the gospel and continue to grow in this grace that has been given to us through Jesus Christ. Yeah, like you say, Mike, it's it's definitely it, it has nothing to do with trying to score any points with God. Yeah, you know, it's kind of I guess that's one thing where I was, and I, I won't get into this too deeply, but one of the places I was going with uh, tradition. You know, people look at scriptures, you know, such as um, you know, Hebrews ten twenty four and 25, where it says, you know, don't forsake assembling of yourselves together. And, and they make, people have made a tradition, and, and it's been more of a legalistic type of thing of you've got to get together and go to church. You've got to go to church every week. Uh, they've made it into a must. And, and this tradition has something, is something that around the world, Christians on Sunday mornings, uh, they meet at this place called a church. And, and they they go through this thing, and it's almost as if they feel like they have to do that. And if they don't do it, then they've missed the blessing of God. Whereas what, what you're talking about here, Mike, you and me getting together, this is the assembling together of people to do what the Scripture says, uh, exhort one another and encourage one another in the gospel. And, and that's really what we're doing here. It's really just to, to encourage one another and to help one another grow in the grace and in the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because the gospel is you know based upon God's righteousness, not our own, so we could never even earn points uh, by doing anything uh, that is related to the gospel. It's all about the the finished work of Jesus Christ. Yeah, there, you know, I don't have anything against church and, and the gathering together of believers. You know, uh, back when the the writer of Hebrews wrote that. You know that that's meant to be a good thing, mm-hmm. um, but unfortunately, in in today's society, and it's probably been going on for centuries. Some of I mean, most people, a lot of people who go to church anyway today, 
especially those who, who maybe don't really hear the gospel message, but they do go to church. Some people might be wondering, how can you not hear the gospel message when you go to church? You'd be surprised at what's being taught in some churches. But, um, you know, sometimes if you were to ask people why they go to church, I think it would be very interesting to hear the answers mm-hmm. of, of what motivates people to go to church. Because I think for many, it has become such a tradition like what you were talking about that there's really not a whole lot of life in it. They don't really know the point of going other than they think God wants them to, and if they don't go, um, they lose some points with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that's not true, and it's kind of sad that you know there are a lot of people who are going to church each and every week, if not more than once a week, and they don't really know why they're, why they're doing it. It's just a tradition. It's just something you're supposed to do because God wants you to do it, and he'll get mad at you if you don't, and that's kind of sad. Right, yeah, there's there's no good news in that, whereas I think the original purpose of, of Christians getting together, and again, you know, like you're saying, we're not against church at all, but it's just the, the whole purpose of meeting together was because of the gospel, was to encourage one another in the truth, in the gospel of truth, and, and when we make it into a law, or when we make it into something that we're doing, we think we're pleasing God by by getting together and doing this, then we've we've totally missed, I think, you know, what, what the good news is. And, and really, the good news, the gospel, is kind of what we're uh, going to be talking about today. Uh, just, you know, we've talked in the past about what what is the gospel. You know, what is the good news? We, you know, Mike, you and I, we've brought out uh, Romans 1, 16, and 17, where it says that in the gospel, in, in the good news, God's righteousness is revealed. It's God's righteousness that's revealed, not my righteousness, uh, not man's righteousness, nothing that we can do to work up in and of ourselves, but it's, it's, it's a righteousness that's God's very righteousness that he has given to us as a gift. And that's, in, in essence, what the gospel is, the good news that we are at peace with God uh, because of all that Christ has done and, and through the gift of righteousness. And uh, one thing that I've seen throughout my uh, Christian life is other types of gospels that aren't really the gospel. And, and one of these things is, and this is kind of how I came when I uh, started going to an evangelical Pentecostal church, this was my reason at the, at a certain time in my life I had been doing a lot of bad things, a lot of sinful things. I had been doing some things that uh, a good Christian uh, shouldn't be doing. And so when I began going to this Pentecostal church, uh, during that time I stopped doing a bunch of bad things and I started doing a bunch of good things, thinking that that was the gospel. In essence, I really did think that because I had stopped doing a bunch of bad things and had started doing a bunch of good things, that I had followed the gospel. What happened there is the gospel to me, instead of becoming a gospel that's based upon God's righteousness, it became a gospel that was based upon me. It was a gospel that was based upon what I had stopped doing and what I had started doing. And in doing so, I really perverted the true gospel because the gospel should be a matter of me trusting in something else other than the own changes that I've made in my own life. Yeah, and I I think, too, that sometimes, you know, people think of the gospel as the the free gift of eternal life. They, They do understand that much about it. But even that sometimes gets turned into a tradition. You know, we think we have to see people come to Christ and say a certain prayer in a certain way. And it's really an act of the heart to trust and believe in that completed work that Jesus accomplished for us. 
And and yes, it's 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 uh, beneficial, obviously, according to the Book of Romans. You believe with the heart, and and you'll confess with the mouth. But uh, even even sometimes we come up with our own traditions there. But you've got people who will believe, you know, the the free gift of eternal life. That's ultimately you know what the gospel is. But then we we often talk about the gospel of healing or the gospel of prosperity or you know the gospel of, of you put your title on it whatever it is and we begin to teach topically on what you need to do to get these blessings from God in your life yes now that you're a believer now that you're a child of God uh, now that you've understood uh, that uh, you've got eternal life through this free gift of, of Jesus Christ now now here are some things some rules some traditions some formulas that you can uh, apply to your life in order to get these other blessings that God wants to give to you on top of the eternal life that he's already giving to you. And, and I think that is also erroneous because there's really only one gospel. Mm-hmm. There's not a gospel of healing. There's not a gospel of prosperity. Um, there's one gospel. And I believe that these things are a part of the one gospel because, you know, even under the old covenant, Joel, God desired to bless the Israelites. Mm-hmm. You, you read through the Old Covenant, and yes, it was based, much of it was based upon trust and condition, following the law and so forth, but God still had that desire to bless people in every possible way. And, and why would he halt that under the New Covenant, which the Bible tells us is a better covenant than the Old, established upon better promises? Yeah, and, and so that's kind of you know what we're saying here is that you know, we're not against healing. You know, we do believe that Jesus healed. We believe that people get healed today. We're not against uh, all these all these other things that you, that you find uh, throughout the Bible, uh, the various blessings of God. Uh, but what we're saying today is that the gospel, you know, all the blessings of God are contained within the gospel, contained within the good news. The finished work of Jesus Christ provided uh, all the blessings of God. But instead, we've kind of, like you say, we've come up with various formulas, uh, various rituals, various prayers, you know, various things to follow, you know, five-step plans or uh, sermons in which you'll find six steps to peace with God or, or whatever. And really, uh, we're, we're kind of missing the point of the gospel we, we, you know, because we haven't even really preached the gospel. We've said, yes, you're saved by grace. Now, here's a list of things to do. Here's, here's a list of, of how to go about living the Christian life. And in doing so, we've missed that it's all about the peace that we have with God because of the finished work of Christ. It's, it's all about the righteousness that we've been given as a gift that we could never earn. And, and healing and, and uh, anything else that comes along with the gospel, we can't do anything to earn those things. It's all part of the gift of, of, the, of God's gospel. And so, uh, of course, we don't ever want to put down any of these things that are that are truly in the Bible, and that are truly things that God does in and through us. But we're just saying that the gospel is something that we want to get a foundation in. We want to get f- grounded in the truth of God's grace that He's provided through Jesus Christ, and and let everything else you know kind of flow from there as as He leads in our lives. Yeah, because the key to to receiving all the blessings that God has for us is in understanding what the gospel is in the first place, getting that foundation and that understanding of your identity in Christ, 
because Joel in First Corinthians chapter two, I'm going to have to skip through some verses here because I know we're running out of time. But let me just get to the crux of it here. Paul said, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Now, the Spirit of the world, really, one of the things that operates the Spirit of the world is money. And money is something you have to normally go out and earn. You work, and then you get it. Uh, with God, it's the other way around. The Spirit of God wants us to understand what has been freely given to us and that you don't have to come up with formulas or, or uh, some sort of plan of action in order for you to receive these things. But it comes through faith and trust. And uh, in order to receive those or, or to be able to uh, function in those things, uh, I think it's going to be helpful for us to understand what has been provided to us through the gospel. Uh, which is a revelation of righteousness, and, and there's so much good stuff that comes with that. Yeah, a lot of good stuff that comes with that. And just just real quickly, you reminded me of, you know, the apostles in Acts. I guess they came across a person who was in, you know, who was begging, and 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 what they said to him is exactly the opposite of what the gospel, the so-called gospel of prosperity, teaches today. They said, "Silver and gold we don't have." You know, it's not money that we have to offer you. It's not it's not prosperity, but here, in the name of Jesus Christ, be healed. It, it, it was all based upon the gospel. It wasn't that this man could earn his healing or come up with some sort of formula, but because Christ was in the apostles, they were able to heal the man, and that was an outflowing of the gospel that they were living out. Well, hey, I'm Joel, along with Mike, Growing in Grace, the name of our program. We're so glad you've been along uh, on the ride with us today. Uh, check us out at graceroots.org. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.